This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. Does your soul hunger for God? Do you feel that something is missing in your life? Are you unsettled? In this episode of A Few Minutes with God podcast, we discover what it means to hunger for God and how you can feel once you find him. I want to thank our sponsor, Media Angels, and the novel, A Few Minutes with God, which is available on Amazon. Check that out. That is a great book uh, for your teens. And I want to welcome you today to this podcast. You can find the show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com and look for episode 44, Hunger for God. And today I want to ask you to subscribe to this podcast. You can find that subscribe button on our website or on your smartphone um, or device. And I want to thank all of you who are currently subscribers and also a reminder to give us a star rating. Well, the choices we make each day are something we don't think much about, right? We just do them. We're creatures of habit. I wake up each morning and expect to drink a cup of coffee and sit for a few minutes and try to wake up. We do things more out of habit than actually thinking about it, and habits come with routine, right? Well, we do things that don't affect our salvation either way. Whether or not I drink a cup of coffee has nothing to do with my relationship with God, But if we take the time to think about it and contemplate life, a lot of times we feel that something is missing that could be something that is lacking in our lives, or it could be one of the reasons that we keep so busy. Because if we keep really busy, we don't have to think. And because if we keep busy, we don't have to realize that maybe there is something that isn't... Um, working out in our lives and we're unsatisfied and we can't figure out why. And a lot of times we think that satisfaction resides in another person, but that satisfaction really resides in the only one who will fill our hunger, and that is God. Man was created to know, love, and serve God, but how do we love someone we don't know? Unless we spend time with God each day, and allow Him to be the Lord of our lives. And until we do that, we're always going to feel unsettled. There has to be more, 
and we seek after pleasure in the places that often lead us empty. When we think about hunger for God, we think of food and drink. John 6.35 states, Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. If we come to him, that is an invitation. We know it is more than just food or drink that our Lord offers, but that offer is an everlasting life, and we will never thirst, and it's called eternity with God. John seven thirty seven through 38 states, Now on the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his inmost being will flow rivers of living water. Jesus is the living water. He came not only to feed the hungry, as he did with the miracle of the loaves and fishes, but to feed more than our bodies. He came to feed our souls. Our hunger for God goes beyond the physical, which is why we seem unsettled when things are out of sort with God. And I want you to, you know, as you listen to these podcasts, to reflect upon them and your own lives, and I, and again, I have this in the show notes on the website, but I want you to ask yourself these questions. Number one, have I spent time with God today in prayer? Number two, have I listened to God today in quiet? Number three, have I read from the Holy Bible? Number four, have I journaled anything that comes to mind? And number five, am I open to God's leading in my life? And obviously you can't answer these questions now, but I want you to think about them and reflect upon them. And you will be surprised. You know, we, we always, when we reflect, can find more ways that we can fine-tune our lives. It's not oh, I did this and this and this wrong today. No, it's not that, but it's how can we improve our lives each day? Our soul thirsts for God in the everyday matters in our life, in our decisions, in our feelings, and especially in our feelings of despair and dismay. Psalm 42 2 states, My soul thirsts for God, for the living God, When shall I come and appear before God? Our soul thirsts for God whether we realize it or not, and we seek after something we can't attain unless we understand this very fact. Our love of God is sustained in prayer, and when we feel out of sorts, we should pray. Psalm 63.1 states, O God, You are my God. I shall seek you earnestly. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh yearns for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. This journey is similar to when people talk about a desert experience. Being in the desert paints a picture of being lost and without water, and and it would be a harsh condition. Well, that's similar to the state our soul is in when we yearn for God. 
we find ourselves lost in the desert of our own making due to free will. Those choices that may seem right at the time leave us feeling empty. And so we reflect, we can reflect on these things, you know, how do I spend the majority of my time each day? What do I do daily that brings me joy? Is this joy short-lived? Is there a purpose in my day? Do I feel happy when I head to bed at night? What are some things you can do differently each day to focus more on the end result? And that is a relationship with God and not just a here and now. Of course, there's always going to be life circumstances that are important. Work, family, getting food on the table. What appears to be simple and mundane can be done with joy if you have God in your life. Each day, every breath we take, we can praise and give thanks to the Lord we serve. Hungering for God means fulfilling our souls with every good thing in the things we watch on TV, the internet, read, or listen to. Are we putting things in our body that will help us grow toward the love of God or things that will hinder our progress? When we seek after God, all the things that previously seemed so important seem so little in comparison. And that's really true. I mean, if you think about it, there's always something in our lives that happens that makes us look at life as so fleeting and precarious. You know, it's like a story I heard of the lady who loved her hair and it was one of her best assets. Yet when she found out she had cancer and was going to lose her hair, she happily shaved it off so she didn't have to deal with the horrible feelings of going through chemo as well as losing her hair. Well, her battle with cancer was successful and when her hair grew back more beautiful than before, she didn't even care that much about it. Because she realized that life is precious and she was so thankful to be alive that she was less focused on her appearance and on her hair than she was on just being thankful for life. If we change our priorities in our life and put God first, we will be able to satiate that hunger. We will then grow closer to God and strive for a life that is pleasing to Him. And friends, it's just for ourselves. God is as great as he's ever going to be. There's nothing we can do that is going to change God. It is just going to change ourselves. The things that were a priority become a footnote and many things that still need to be accomplished daily have to be accomplished, right? Because we are still living this life. But with God as the focus, everything seems to work out better. I know it has in my own life. Matthew 5, 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. By hungering for God, we also hunger for righteousness, and happily, that is so much more satisfying. Let's pray. I praise you and I thank you, Lord, that any effort we place into seeking a deeper relationship with you is always rewarded so much more than we can imagine. I thank you for putting that hunger for God into my soul, for inviting me to seek you in a greater way. I ask you to help me make you a number one priority in my life, to help me to wake up early enough to pray each day, to help me to think of you as the last thing before I go to sleep at night, 
to help me to see all the ways that you are there for me each day. Help me to know and love you more. And Lord, I pray for the following intentions in my life. I thank you ahead of time for answered prayer, and I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.